Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. Remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is John Martinoni. He's the founder of the Bible Christian Society. Uh, For 17 years, he hosted EWTN's radio open line. Uh, He has a regular e-newsletter and apologetics for the masses. And he's currently the director of evangelization for the Diocese of Birmingham and Alabama. And John, I'm sure you're probably doing way more than I even said. Well, I've got a few other irons in the fire here and there. I, I mean, that's that's just the nature of the beast, as they say. Well, and we are fighting the beast, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, so you you, know, you just wrote this book. Uh, blue collar apologetics, which is really something you've been talking about for years, really, really how to how to defend the faith, how to articulate the faith. Um, and I, one I would recommend highly people get this book. It's put out by Sophia Press. Um, but I think really not only to defend the faith, you know, as you go through the book and you go through the steps and the things and really try to demystify the the elephant in the room where people are so afraid to talk about the faith. It really is something to help people grow in their own faith, even if they don't encounter somebody, isn't it? Absolutely. And that's basically what I, my main target is Catholics. People think, oh, a Catholic apologist, you're out there talking to the, the Baptists, the evangelicals, the Lutherans, the atheists, whoever. And, and yes, that's true. But first and foremost, my, my target are the Catholics because Catholics don't know their faith as well as they should, on, uh, you know, on average. And so I use the hook of, hey, I can teach you how to answer those questions that you've been getting from your, your non-Catholic uh, brother-in-law or your neighbors or your coworkers. And, and so people are interested because most Catholics in the country, we, they get questions, you know, why do you Catholics do this? Why do you do that? Where in the Bible is this? Where in the Bible is that? And most Catholics can't answer the questions. So here I am, I'm saying, I can help you answer those questions. So that gets their interest. But then what I'm really doing is I'm teaching the Catholics about their faith, about the Eucharist, about baptism, about the Bible, salvation, etc. And that is because you can't, I mean, Deacon, any subject, you can't explain something to someone if you don't know it yourself, right? I mean, I, I can't explain algebra to somebody if I don't know algebra. I can't explain biology if I don't know biology. Well, you can't explain the Catholic faith to someone. You can't defend the Catholic faith with someone if you don't know it. So first and foremost, the book, Blue Collar Apologetics, is about teaching Catholics their own faith while in the process of, of simultaneously teaching them how to defend that faith and how to explain and share that faith with others. Well, and all of us have people in our family who are not practicing Catholics, probably at some, at some level. Hopefully there's not a lot of them, but right. we have them. And there's, not, you know, there's nothing worse than, I, I don't know about you, when somebody comes up and says, I used to be Catholic. And then you just kind of brace yourself. You're ready for what <laughs> angle are they looking at. Uh, so, I mean, it really does benefit not only the individual, but look, if you don't have a loving relationship with Jesus Christ, then you're not going to even care about his teaching. So it's really a both and, isn't it? It, it is, because, and, and here's the thing, how do you 
fall in love with someone by finding out more about them. And so that's why I use the Bible so much in what I do, because the Bible is God's Word. As uh, I guess Vatican II said, the Bible is like a love letter, a series of love letters written to us from God. And so through the book, you're growing in your faith. You're learning more about the truth. Well, truth is actually a person. It has, he has a name, Jesus the Christ. And so as you learn more about Jesus, about the truth, about the doctrines and dogmas of your faith, you're learning all about Jesus Christ. And as you learn more, you fall in love more and more with what you're learning. And so you fall in love more and more with the person of Jesus Christ. And the more truth you get, Deacon, you know this, the more truth you get, the more truth you want. And it it causes you to just dig deeper and deeper and deeper. Well, you know, somebody who's engaged, right? They can't wait to tell you about their fiance, right? Everything about them. I mean, they spent all that time with them. If we took the same approach with Jesus Christ, then not only would we be able to love our fiance, we'd be able to love them more and be able to share more. And it really is, uh, you know, a problem. It's always been a problem, but, you know, even with the pandemic, right, you have fewer people in the pews because, you know, those who were kind of eh and didn't really know the teaching, they found other things to do on Sunday once things got shut down. Right. And, and, and that, that's the thing. If, if you don't know your faith, if you don't know why your faith is important. You know, I tell people one of the things the book does is uh, most Catholics know the what of the Catholic faith. Yeah, the Catholic Church teaches that that bread and wine become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. They teach that uh, abortion is wrong, contraception is wrong, same-sex marriage, so-called, is wrong. But they don't teach why. And if you don't know why, then when someone asks you the question, well, why do you do that? You don't know the answer. And if you don't know the answer, you might think, well, the church doesn't have an answer. It's just sort of arbitrary. And so that's that's the first step to leading you out of the church or away from the church. And then, like you said, you're one of these Catholics that, well, I don't know really why my faith is that important. So on Sunday, if the, the, you know, COVID shuts down the, the churches for a while, cool, I can go do something else or, or read or, or, you know, watch football on TV, whatever it is. And then when the church is open back up, you're like, well, you know, it's not really that big of a deal. I'm, I'm a Christian. I love God. I can find God wherever. And you don't know, well, God is par excellence in that tabernacle in the church, body, blood, soul, and divinity. But if you don't know that and you don't know why Catholics teach and believe that, then, yeah, what what reason do you have to come to church on Sunday? Well, that's the other beautiful part, right? The more you, you know, I, that's why I highly recommend this book and really understanding the faith, because the more you understand it, the, the greater uh, your desire to go to Mass, the more you're going to get out of the Mass, and the more at the end when the deacon or priest says go, you're going to go out of there with something to give where if you don't, you know, if you're just kind of going through the motions, just, you know, one hour to kill a week, it really is, uh, you know, to your own detriment. Yeah. And it's like you said earlier, if you, if you love your fiance, you want people to meet your fiance, you want them to get to know your fiance. And that's, I always tell people, I said, look, you read a good book. What do you want to do? You want to tell people about it. You go see a yep. good movie. What do you want to, what do you do? What do you, you tell people about it? You're excited to tell people about this good movie. But here, 
as Catholics, we have Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity in our church. And what do we do? We don't tell anybody about it. And it's like, oh my goodness, the greatest <laughs> thing that could ever, ever happen to someone is to come into the presence of Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, but you're not telling them he's here. And for, for whatever, you know, Catholics haven't been taught how to evangelize. They haven't been taught, yes, you know, when, when they say go at the end of Mass, it means go out and share what you've gotten here with others. And so Catholics don't do that. And it's, I, I ask people, I say, well, who is it, you know, you, you say you, uh, you know, folks who, for example, they're, they're very involved with maybe feeding the hungry, uh, you know, clothing the naked, which is all wonderful, excellent. You know, the corporal works of mercy, absolutely. But what about the spiritual works? I asked you, I said, well, have you ever shared Jesus with some? Well, you know, that's really not what I'm called to do uh, as they're feeding people. and everything. It's like, no, no, no. You're feeding them food, physical food, for the purpose of hopefully being able to give them the true spiritual food that they truly need, Jesus Christ, you know, and and not to beat them over the head or anything, but just plant seeds, plant seeds. And that's, that's what I try to do in this book is teach people how do you throw those seeds out there so that they might land on good soil. Nowadays, right, there's so many resources for somebody to say, I don't know my faith and I don't know where to go, you know, whether they go to your, you know, Bible Christian society, uh, pick up your book, you can go to Catholic Answer. I mean, there's so many places to go to get information and to find out more about the faith. There really is no excuse unless you just don't want to do it. Exactly. That's, I, I say that all the time to people because in my book, what I do, I don't just teach apologetics, you know, okay, here's, here's, uh, these verses you can use for to talk about Mary. Here, these verses you can use to talk about purgatory. I give people four strategies in the book that are basically common sense, simple logic. They do involve a couple of them involve, or one of them actually involves knowing the Bible. But you don't have to be a Bible scholar. But the others are just common sense, just simple logic. And the first one I tell people is. If somebody asks you a question about the faith or the Bible or something, and you don't know the answer, don't give it a half-baked answer. Don't give it your best guess. Just say, have the humility to say, I don't know. Excellent question. I don't know the answer, but i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to find out, and I'll get back to you. Because like you said, there, there is no reason a Catholic cannot find out an answer to a question about their faith. I, you know, we've had 2,000 years of people trying to take down the Catholic Church with all sorts of arguments and attacks, and it hasn't happened yet, and it's not ever going to happen because we have the truth. And so there is an answer for every question about your faith out there. You just sometimes don't know it, and you have to go look it up. And, and there's no excuse not to go and find the answer. Yeah, and there's nothing more irritating. And I tell people this all the time, and I even do it in my homilies. If I catch you doing it, I will hunt you down. If you just say that's, that's just because that's what the church says. That drives me up a wall. Oh, and because yeah. that, that convinces nobody. It really is ridiculous. You know, in your four strategies, I, you know, I kind of highlighted the second one. I like it, you know, how to be 
offensive without being off- offensive, right? Right. Instead, how to, how to, to be offensive right. without being offensive. offensive, right? Instead of really, you know, driving people up the wall, but being willing to share without being annoying. Right. And and what I do is because if when you engage, when someone asks you a question about your faith, usually they're doing it in good faith. They're interested in the faith or they're interested in saving your soul, which is a good thing, you know, even though maybe it's, you know, it's being done out of misinformation or, or they don't really understand what the church teaches or why. But when even if they attack your faith, what that is, is God opening a door for you. And you want to continue that dialogue. You don't want to scare somebody away. So you don't want to tell them, look, that's just what the church teaches and that's it, and close it off. Or, or you don't want to say something to them in such a way that, look, you're wrong. The Catholic Church teaches this. You're wrong. And this is. You don't want to do that. You want to keep it going so that you can have the opportunity to plant more and more seeds. And, but how do you do that? Well, I tell people, I say, this is what you do. This is how to be offensive without being offensive. You make the other person the teacher. You put yourself in the role of a student. And what does any good student do? They ask questions. So I teach Catholics in this book, this is how you ask questions. Because Catholics are always on the defensive. We're always being asked the questions. We're always answering, you know, where in the Bible is infant baptism? Where in the Bible does it say anything about the Immaculate Conception? Where in the Bible is purgatory? Where in the Bible is this? Where in the Bible is that? We're always on the defensive. We should be asking the other person as many or more questions than they're asking us to get them to examine what they believe and why they believe it, just like they're trying to do with us. Examining your faith Examining the teachings of your faith is a good thing, whether you're Catholic, Baptist, Episcopal, whatever. So as Catholics, we need to get the other person answering our questions. And I, and I show Catholics, I give quite, oh, there are so many questions in this book that yep. I give people how to ask Protestants or evangelicals, whoever, how to ask. And they're very simple. And again, they're from the Bible, but they're based in logic and common sense. For example... Uh, somebody might come up to you and say, where in the Bible does it say anything about Mary being assumed body and soul into heaven at the end of her life? Uh, Well, as a Catholic, you just look at it and say, well, well, um, where in the Bible does it say she wasn't? Legitimate question. Well, you've just taken what they got brought to you, and you've turned it around and, and sent it back to them form of a question. So all you've done is ask a question, innocent little question. And so what do you do? You stop them in their tracks. You go on the offensive. You are the one now evangelizing them instead of them evangelizing you. You're the one who may be about to plant a seed with these people. And, and, uh, and I, again, other questions like that, whether on the Eucharist, on confession, I have these questions all through the book, and it's so easy. And it actually, Catholics have told me, you know, they have fun evangelizing now, whereas they would have never before talked about their faith. Yeah, you kind of de- kind of demystify this this encounter, like, oh my gosh, it's you know the world will come to the end if you don't do it exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, and you know you kind of just kind of walk them through it. I mean, you have the six rules of engagement, and you know even the title of your book is not only blue collar apologetics, but how to explain and defend the Catholic teaching using common sense simple logic and the Bible, I think people need to understand 
we have natural law, right? We have common sense. We have science on our side, especially when it comes to abortion and contraception. We have everything on our side. We should be afraid of nothing when we walk out our door, should we? No, we shouldn't. And that's, I tell Catholics, particularly, you know, when, when you're talking to a lot of the, the Protestants who would be trying to evangelize you, which basically they would fall into the evangelical, Baptist, Church of Christ, non-denominational categories, well, their whole world is the Bible. Well, guess what? The Bible is a Catholic book. And then right. with the uh, other Protestant denominations, you know, the Lutheran, uh, Presbyterian, etc., they'll they'll go in more for science and history and all that. Well, just like you said, science is on our side. History is on our side. Common sense is on our side. Logic is on our side. It's all on our side. Why? Because what the Catholic Church has is the fullness of the truth. Other faiths have truth, but right. not the fullness of the truth that was given to us by Jesus Christ. So I tell Catholics, as long as you keep the church at your back, you cannot lose a, a theological argument, discussion, whatever you want to call it. The, the worst you can do is a tie. Somebody saying, well, we'll have to agree to disagree. Because the church, guess what? It was founded by Jesus Christ. And, and guess what else? It's guided by the Holy Spirit. So the folks who, who are teaching something contrary to what the church founded by Jesus Christ and guided by the Holy Spirit is teaching, well, you have absolute, utmost, 100% assurance that they are wrong. And if you keep the church, again, at your back— you can hopefully plant seeds. Again, you're not out there to say you're wrong and you're going to hell or anything like that. You're out there to just say, hey, think about this. Have you considered this? Let me, put it, let me show you why I believe what I believe. And just put it out. You put the evidence out there, and you let them, with the guidance of the Holy Spirit, hopefully come to the, the right and proper conclusions. Yeah, I think, you know, if you go with the mindset, with people that you encounter, whether they're questioning you or whether you know, they're attacking you, they're all souls that need to be saved, including our own. So for us not to know the faith, I always imagine at my judgment, the Lord said, you know, I sent these people in your path. What did you do? Right? Yeah. And so I think this is really, you know, to have a book like this and to, you know, to listen, you know, get up, you know, Bible Christian society and, and really understand the faith. You'll grow in a love for Jesus that you never thought you could. And you will be saving souls, or at least giving them the opportunity to be saved by teaching the truth. And people today are so afraid of the truth because of the cancel, woke culture. Right. Um, it's even more important than it's ever been. Yes. And I, wherever I travel, I travel all over the country giving talks at churches and conferences. Wherever I go, uh, I try to always include... This, this little thing that I, I tell people, which is, I, I tell Catholics, I say, you have two jobs in your life, whether, I don't care if you're a lawyer, doctor, nurse, uh, a homemaker, whatever, secretary, admin, whatever you are, whatever you're, however you earn your living, or whatever your station in life, you all have the same two jobs. Get to heaven, take as many people with you as possible. That's it. That's what we as Catholics are put here to do. Get to heaven, take as many people with us as possible. So if you're not, and, and the thing is, is, Deacon, and you know, as you share your faith, 
you are growing deeper in your faith because you're doing what Jesus wants you to do. So you're growing closer to Christ. You're showing the love of Christ for others, even in situations where you think, oh, this is uncomfortable. Um, I'm in over my head. and I'll, Just remember, the Bible's a Catholic book. The Catholic Church is founded by Jesus. It's guided by the Holy Spirit. And as long as you're doing something with the sincere desire to share truth with somebody, to share Jesus Christ with somebody, even if you make mistakes, Jesus can use that to bring something good out of even your mistakes. So we should go out, you know, as John Paul II, one of his favorite Bible passages was, um, you know, to put out into the deep. You know, just, just go. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid, Jesus says. And that's what we as Catholics need to keep in mind. Do not be afraid. Jesus is with us. Yeah, the other thing I like to remember is when the weather gets really bad and you're out in the boat, whatever you do, don't get out of the boat, right? I mean, yeah. the temptation is to jump and you jump into the jaws of the evil one. And it really is, uh, you know, the great lie that, you know, geez, when things get rough, it must be because, you know, your God doesn't like you're doing something strong. We, you know, we embrace the cross. We just had the, so, right, the exaltation of the cross. We embrace it. But, you know, when we... You know, I think it, and apologetics, if people would view it in their marriage, right? You're supposed to help each other get to heaven. Practice right. at home, right? You can practice with your spouse, practice with your kids. Um, have them ask you questions so you get a little more comfortable. But in the end, as you mentioned, right, you're helping yourself and the more we learn, the more we share, the more we grow. And it really is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. And I, I had a guy... Uh email me not too long ago who who said that just the one the very first strategy i teach i don't know but i will find out and get back to you which i call the ignorant catholic strategy he said <laughs> just having permission to say i don't know has freed me up he said i didn't used to talk to anybody about my faith because i was scared about being embarrassed or not having the answer he says now i talk to everybody about my faith and I hope they will ask me questions that I don't know the answer to, because that gives me the impetus to go and learn more about my faith and then to come back and share the faith. He said, John, I'm talking to people I would have never, ever dreamed I would be talking to about the faith just because I know I can say, I don't know, but I will find out and get back to you. Yeah, otherwise you're hiding, right? If, you're, if you don't have that permission... And that and that um, confidence that look, I know where to find it. I just got to go do it. Then you are right. going to avoid. Well, you are going to avoid what we're really called to do, right? Go out and share the good news. And yeah, good news is Jesus Christ. But you can't share the good news if you don't know, as you mentioned earlier, the why behind the teaching. That's the beauty of it all. It's the why. Yes, and that's that's one of the big reasons for this book. Is again, Catholics know what about their faith. They don't generally know why, and that's what I hope to accomplish with the, this book is on the particular topics. Each chapter covers a different topic, uh, Mary, the Eucharist, Confession, some of the Protestant dogmas like sola scriptura, sola fide, once saved, always saved, the rapture. But underlying all of it is why does the Church teach this, and why does the Church not teach this other thing? And because, again— you can't share your faith if you don't know why you believe your faith. 
No, and you won't convince anybody, right? You're trying to convince yeah. yourself at that point, and everybody knows you're, you know, blowing smoke up somebody's pant leg, and so nobody cares, uh, and so they won't care until you care. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to have this sincere desire. Like I said, you read a good book, you want to share it. You see a good movie, you want to share it. You have to be so in love with your faith, and particularly with Christ in the Eucharist, that you want to share this. And the way to get there, the way to develop that love, to deepen that love, is through learning more and more about Jesus by learning more and more about his church, his body, his truth, what he teaches, why he teaches it. As you do that, it's just like getting to know somebody that you just met. You went on a first date, you found out something about a second date, third date. As you learn more, <coughs> excuse me, as you learn more, you fall more and more in love. And that's why, as you fall in love, then you want to share it more and more. Well, and a lot of this, you know, this sharing and being able to talk to people, you have to create a relationship and create a dialogue, right? You're not going to solve all the world's problems in 30 seconds. And so the more seeds you can plant, the more you can say, hey, let's, let's revisit this. It really does. I mean, everything Christ did was relational. And if we develop relationships with people, that really is a game changer because then they're really going to embrace what we have to say. Yes. And, and that's why I tell people one of the beauties of, of this book is, is the strategies that I teach. You can adapt them to whatever situation you are in, adapt them to your own personal circumstances and to your own personal relationships. You know, you can't have a one-size-fits-all for all Catholics with all their relationships with all other people, family, friends, coworkers, etc. That doesn't work. So these are basic strategies that people can take and use to adapt to their own situations. And that's one of the beauties, I think, of, of this book is that it allows people to make these things their own and use them in the way that fits best for their situations. Well, and it's written for, it's easy to understand, you know, not only do you go through strategies, you do go through the teachings, but it really is, it's, it's easy to digest. You can do it at your own pace. You don't need to blow through the book. Just take your time, go through it, practice it, re, redo it. How can people follow what you're doing, John? If you want more of what I do, just come to my website. It's BibleChristianSociety.com, BibleChristianSociety.com. And I would, I would recommend, look, I've got a bunch of free audios. I, I still have free CDs if anybody still has CD players in a car. Or you can, you can do the MP3 downloads. They're, they're all free. Um, but sign up for my newsletter. It's Apologetics for the Masses. Respect Life Radio is produced by Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com.